the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, you found Take 10, and we're so delighted you're with us. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Take 10 comes to you every week with a look at a variety of issues that affect caregiving, from mental health and relationships, all of that, to provide the kind of help that many caregivers need. And Dr. Heisman, who many of you may know of, is a nationally recognized psychotherapist, serves as Chief Compassion Officer for WellMed Medical Management, an expert on caregiving as well as addictions. Carol Zerniel is executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, and she has a master's degree in social gerontology, some 30 years experience in the field of aging and caregiving. And Carol, I pass the baton to you to kick this issue with this segment of Take 10 right off the ground. Thank you so much, Ron. Well, you know, I was reading in the news recently again about how we in our current culture often feel hopeless, right? We get this 24-7 barrage of news. There's natural disasters all the time. There's um, election unease. And, and you put on top of that caregiving, maybe for somebody with Alzheimer's, maybe for somebody with a terminal illness. How does the 24-7 feeling of hopelessness impact us? And as caregivers, what can we do about it? Great topic, Carol. Great topic. Um, and it just mirrors, unfortunately, the pandemic around the world, but certainly here in America, of loneliness, right? Of living alone. Because when I think of hopelessness, with caregiving especially, um, there's a cruel irony here, right? Because we we're trying to take care of our loved one. My, my wife right now, Betsy, is, is taking care of her father. And I talk to her as much as I can. I can't offer her... You know, I can't be there in Jacksonville with her. It's about 280 miles north. And she's it. She's the one, only person who can regulate that man. And to me, the cruel irony is that the, the, the more of yourself you pour into this process of taking care of another person, sometimes the more alone you feel. And I believe, you know, this concept of hopelessness is inextricably tied to the concept of, of loneliness, meaning that family caregivers are really very likely to become depressed and, and feel this hopelessness for a lot of reasons. But I think the most important thing is we really feel like no one understands what we're going through. You know, she entered that caregiving situation with her brother, with her sister, all of which never had the most amazingly great relationship initially. And she now became the default. They all ran different ways, right? And so she's sitting there in some ways alone. And I think her feelings of hopelessness and any caregiver's feelings of hopelessness is tied to that issue of that we are alone in our minds that we feel no one else understands precisely what we're going through. And since families are so unique, it's often really is the case. Well, you know, that really resonates with me, that that feeling of loneliness, aloneness, you know, as a caregiver. What about that? I don't see the end in sight. 
this, you know, I, I, I don't see where I get around the corner and this situation gets better. Yeah, that's also a very huge thing. And I think the antidote, again, for the loneliness is the same answer for what you're saying, is that it becomes a long, dark tunnel and we see this emptiness ahead of us. And that is all the more reason. Let's say it is driven by loneliness. That's all the more reason why we have to, as a caregiver, find people who can relate to us. Okay. I think that you know the smartest people to talk to are, are other caregivers. It's what you do so well at Caregiver SOS. It's that if you're feeling this, you're obviously not connected to people reflecting back to you the level of hope, right? It just says that you're hopeless because you're not hearing the level of hope. And, and where's the best place to get that? Well, people who have the common humanity, who from a very practical and emotional level, you know, has walked in your shoes. So the, the answer for me would be, my Lord, if that hopelessness is hitting you. Call you, Caregiver SOS. Call your hospital, because you're the epicenter of community support groups. You know, get online, connect with other people, because you won't feel as hopeless once you have their concepts related back to you and them caring about you. Well, is there anything, you know, Leo Buscaglia, who was the uh, professor in the 70s who preached love, 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 love. Um, he said the most tragic words in all of literature are, and they lived happily ever after. Yes. Do have we do we have unrealistic expectations? Do we do we somehow have we absorbed the movies and the storybook and they lived happily ever after? And, and when that doesn't happen, we're like, I'm supposed to. You're so right. And gosh, you're dating yourself, you're dating me. I was at a Leo Buscaya seminar, I think, when I first started this world 35 years ago. And I remember everybody stood in line to hug him. Right. Everybody stood in line to, <laughs> to get the oxytocin. This guy was Leo on love was the seminar, I remember. And to your point, we uh, we do have what's called, and I think we can make a whole show about this, very much toxic positivity that we buy into. Now, the television does that, the movies do that, that's like you said, the happily ever after. But now, more than ever, the social media is doing that. Now we're seeing people like who we think are happily ever after because it's an image and that's the level of narcissism we live in our society, but they're really not. But we're, we're interpreting this in that toxic, positive way, not realizing that it's the journey, the challenge of leaning in the hard work that really is the rewarding piece. It's not happily ever after. Hold that thought. Going to come right back to you. You're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. And if you've just joined us, we're delighted to have you on board as we talk about hopelessness and a feeling that Dr. Jamie can become so overwhelming if you take a look at, not to depress everybody, but the increase in suicide among folks in their senior years. Is that in some way tied to that feeling of hopelessness? It is, Ron. And, and that's the interesting thing. I was a philosophy major. Then my mom said, you're not going to make any money, Jamie. <laughs> so somehow, I guess I believe there. I don't know why, but I remember studying the philosopher Soren Kierkegaard, who's a Christian existentialist, right? And all he said was despair, despair, despair. And then his issue, and I think he's somewhat right, is what's the greater motivator in life, hopelessness or despair? I mean, having, not hopelessness, forgive me, having hope having hope or being in despair. And I have found out despair is when your knees hit the ground and you actually look to do things. That hope can be an intoxicating sort of 
drug. And so I think again, over and over again, that if we're waiting for hope or in that world of hope, or like Carol says, in that toxic positive waiting for the silver bullet of the happily ever after, we're really screwing ourselves up as caregivers. Our work as caregivers is experiential attention and love of ourselves. And A, to connect to ourselves, and then to connect in the co-regulation of others, like what Carol is so amazingly doing in Texas and Florida with Caregiver SOS. Well, Jamie, I think right before we broke, you said something really important about looking at what are we gaining from our situation and each step along the journey, what have we learned? What, how have we benefited from giving back you know, is this really the choice that we made? And and sure, it's hard, but are the alternatives actually even worse? Um, But trying to really see the impact that it's having, including the positives, not just the negatives. Yeah. You know, Carol, listen, I'm a human being too, right? I got, I just came from seeing my therapist, which I do, you know, every uh, Tuesdays. And here's the thing that I believe is that we have to understand that um, we are humans, that we have work to do, that our place on this earth is constantly to become self-aware. And and more self-awareness we have, the more social awareness we have for those who are caring for. And so for caregivers, my personal belief is that rather than be in that hopelessness, and that's when the, you got to go do two things. I've said it over and over constantly. You have to care enough about yourself to shift your chemistry by doing emotional regulation, things you love and adore, things like Pilates, I don't care if it's crocheting or yoga or putting together these things that help you. And you got to hang around healthy people. When caregivers forget either one of those two, they are then more susceptible to sliding into the world of hopelessness. Because why? The hopeful part is in the process that dealing with things we can't change out there, we're actually growing ourselves and we're actually doing something and we're getting out of that hopeless world by giving a gift to ourselves, by taking care of ourselves. This has been perfect, and I think you've given us hope. Dr. Jamie, thank you. Carol Zerniel, thank you. I'm Ron Aaron. We appreciate you joining us on Take 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.